0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Aggressively Average with Alec. Thank you for tuning in and coming back. I know it's been a long time, about a month since I've recorded. Um, I appreciate your continued support and interest in this new little hobby of mine. Um, And without any further ado, I'll get right into it. Thanks and I hope you enjoy. Well, as you can probably tell from the uh, title of this show, this, um, this episode is going to be about strength, and I'm going to expand upon that um, in multiple different facets, uh, but I won't tr- drone on too long about how, what I'm going to do. I'll just go ahead and do it, um, but firstly, I want to knock some things out of the way uh, I'm sorry to flex on you guys, but this episode is being recorded on a set of Apple AirPods, so if it sucks, I'm sorry and I won't do it again, but, um, that's what we're going to roll with for this one. So, strength. Now, for those who know me, which is most of you, you know that, uh, this month has been particularly hard for me, um... Due to many, many reasons. Um, but I don't want to talk about that as much as I'd like to talk about being strong and what that means, really, to me, and what you can do, what one can do to get themselves through times when they find themselves needing strength. Um, firstly, I. Th- I think that, just to get it out of the way, this is my just my stance on it, and I'm just an idiot in Wisconsin, but uh I see a lot of guys getting getting flack for crying, and I don't really like that. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that um, it's a good thing it can be a good thing I mean obviously, if you can't not cry, that's a problem, and you should address it um, and you know that's depression, but just, just, just crying, or being upset or being emotional is not always, it's gotten better, but it hasn't always been welcomed for men, which sucks because crying awesome. Because if you do it in front of somebody, they give you a hug and then you can drink afterwards if you really want to, you don't have to, but you know, good stuff comes out of it. So that's cool. And you know, the, the, the embrace of another person who you like or love or value very much, um, can do a lot to heal a person. And I think it goes, I don't think it gets enough credit about what happens after a person is emotionally upset. Um, and I think it can really help people, men, women, everybody. Um, I think it's natural. And I think, um, that it's not something anybody should be ashamed of. I'm certainly not. Anybody knows me, knows that I cry all the goddamn time. Not all the time. I, but I cry, uh, you know, It happens. Um, So that's my thing on crying. Do it. It's good in moderation, just like anything else. When talking about strength, there's four main um, subsets that come to mind for me. And that's mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And some overlap for sure. But uh, actually, I mean, they're all intertwined. So if I put one in the wrong basket, don't bite my head off. This is just, I'm just kind of going off my notes here. Um, and I've found this to help my mental strength myself is in the past month approximately, I've tried to change a lot of behaviors and uh, build uh, positive and beneficial relationships and also have the strength to recognize that not all relationships are good for a person and that those should be either fixed or if there's no help for it, they should be eliminated and you will be happier in the end, in my opinion. So, I've been trying to take my mental strength to new levels this past month with the amount of confidence and courage I apply to my daily life, namely work um, i've I've tried to minimize my second guessing of myself as I am a leader there um, and I've noticed a an increased respect in the workforce that i supervise. And that's great. And it makes me feel better. Um, when I have more respect and when people look to me for answers and I, instead of hemming and hawing about it, I, you know, I think about it logically and rationally and come up with the best solution I can. And then I stick with it. Um, not saying to be stubborn to the point where, you know, you stick to your guns, even though you were dead wrong. It's not what I'm saying. Um, but all this to say um maintaining confidence and courage in your mental facets can do a lot for your emotions too because i i don't know i just feel it makes me feel better um being confident and i know not everybody not not everybody or anybody at any time can just draw confidence but i i This is kind of wordy and confusing, but all this to say, I I think those have those attributes and sticking by them have helped me in other areas of my strength as a person. Moving on to physical. Um, This is one I've been horrible at this past month, Um, and maybe I would see some benefits, but I can't attest to those as I haven't I haven't seen them. And that's uh, exercise and, and overall physical health. I'm a big believer in the fact that exercise has a lot to do with your mental health. I'm not saying depression can be cured by running. No, I'm not saying that at all. But I am saying it goes a long way um, uh, for sure, um, whether it be just the feeling that you accomplished something physical and gritty or a chemical endorphin release or whatever it is. Um, It makes people feel better. I, I, again, can't attest to this one. I haven't worked out in a month. Um, I'm sure I'd be on another tier if I had, um, um, sorry, lost my train of thought. If I had put that into my, um, Personal improvement plan. Like, I don't know. That sounds weird. I don't really have one. I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants here. Anyway, moving on to emotional. Um, again, all these can really be placed in any box. But I put caring uh, for yourself and others. For me, when... Um, and I, I know I keep going back to work. But if you're going through something or some things... Sometimes it's best to not go through them. I'm not saying not deal with them, but to table those and help somebody else with one of their problems. And by helping them, you can help yourself. I'm not trying to sound selfish. I genuinely enjoy caring for people and um, making their situations on this earth a better one in whatever um, nominal way that I can. Um, And I've found that that's been a big help It's just self-care as well as um, your group of people care. Um, It's not always that you need somebody, but a lot of times somebody needs you. And it's hard to recognize sometimes, but when you can be there there for those people, it's very uplifting in my experience, and it's been beneficial to me. Um, And then lastly, spiritual. You can tie this one with faith if you're religious. Uh, I just left it as spiritual, and that's just how I've been trying to improve myself as a person taking up space on this earth. Um, I'm not talking any sort of weirdo essential oils or anti-vaxxing or anything like that. just goes back to being kind, caring, and compassionate towards others. And the world that you live in, I think that goes a long way. It sounds really stupid, but maybe to some, but I started a um I started a recycle bin with the help of somebody else at work, and her and I uh make sure that all the most of the paper refuse from work go in the recycle bin. We have a big dumpster outside, but nobody separates their trash. it all ends up in the landfill and that kind of made me sad and bummed me out so I got with her and we kind of play uh, recycle bin police and you know take large sums of paper and plastic and things and we put them in there and then I'll take them outside of that big dumpster that everybody else is too lazy to put it in. I was, that was me. I was those people. I was too lazy to do that, but it's made me, even though it's a small contribution, we're a small operation, we do generate a lot of waste for what we are. Um, But that being said, it makes me feel better to know that I'm doing better for my, immediate surroundings, community, environment. And to tie to all, the, all this sort of together with these different talks of strength, I just think if you can clutch on to things that bring you or others in your life joy, I think that's what makes, that's what goes into making a strong person. And um, things get hard, things get tough. I, I know I said in the beginning, I'm not going to this is going to be an upbeat podcast. I'm trying to be very positive here and focus on focus on things like that. But uh, when times are tough, um, you know, strength is where you draw from. And I don't think that should be dismissed. And another thing that doesn't necessarily have to do with strength, but when when times are tough, you realize that you have... Even though you might not think it, you have a lot of people who love you. I I realize that more than I ever have in my life this past month. And I'm very thankful and appreciative to all of you folks whom I love and I know who love me. And if you find yourself having a struggling time in your whatever your situation, just know that you have people who love you too. And I'm sure you'll forget about some. But they'll come out of the woodwork to shower you in love and support. If you don't have any of those people, I'm very sorry for you. But you're listening to this. And since nobody listens to my podcast except uh, the real homies and all the people who I love, um, that means I love you too. So if you're listening to this, I probably love you. And you can call me anytime. And I will be there to support the shit out of you like all of you did for me. Much love to y'all. I'm gonna I'm gonna change gears now and talk about a couple of things that I want to do for the future in regard to in in blah, blah, in regards to the podcast. I have 64 total plays. That's awesome. I never expected three episodes in to have anywhere near this. The last episode alone had almost half of that at 30. Uh, I'm incredibly thankful for 30 people that want to listen to what I have to say. It means a lot to me. This, if you listen to my first one or any of the early ones, this was supposed to be a, an audio journal for me. I didn't really think anybody would genuinely listen to it. Um, I hope I continue to be wrong in that facet. I've had two people text me saying like, bro, what's up? You gave up on the podcast. What's the matter? No, didn't have, a, did not give up doing one right now. Been a much larger gap than my previous two episodes, but we're back. Um, and it means a lot to me that that two people kind of were following me enough to notice that there wasn't new content coming from me. So that's, that's really cool. And I appreciate that a lot. I've also received a lot of suggestions on how to make this podcast better. I appreciate every one of those as well. If I haven't listened to your advice yet, just know that I'm still uh, flying by the seat of my pants and I'm trying to figure all this out. I am listening to you. I value your opinions very much, and I will continue to make changes and improve upon the podcast as time goes on. Um, Unfortunately, the rut I'm sort of stuck in right now is one where I think a lot on my way home in my truck. That's why I tried to re- record the first podcast in my truck. That's fi- when I find myself when I find myself most in my own head, coming up with the best ideas that would fit a podcast best. <clears throat> and then I end up coming home and you know recording them. I gotta be in the mood, man. Like I can't just I can't just sit down and it, this is a hobby, so it's not a business, nothing like that. So it's purely for leisure and and a tool. Um, so I'm not going to bust my butt trying to force content that isn't there. And that's just kind of what it comes to. But I understand I need to be more organized. And I took some time, uh, prior to this one to writing down some things on a notepad. So if you hear my pen clicking or me crossing things off, I'm just trying to keep my thoughts in order. I can already feel this one, um, streamlining very, very, uh, very more betterly. we'll go with that. Um. And I think that's due to the notes um, because I'm able to stay on task a little bit. And I took some time before this recording to jot those down. So moving on. The next podcast, I want to I, I got two two ideas for uh, upcoming podcasts I'd like to make happen. The first one, there's some big fights that I'm interested in next Saturday, January 18th. Um, And I'd like to do something in reflection of those after that. We'll see how they went. Talk about them. You can give me some feedback on that um, when that happens. Another thing, um, now, now I'm not so streamlined. Going back to strength, when things get shitty, try and focus on the positive things that are happening in your life. I said this was going to be a positive podcast. I've had lots of positive things happen to me in the past month. Um, My girlfriend and I just, she just bought the tickets to uh, go to Montana in August. I just got the days approved today. I'm very stoked about that. Um, And I'm not just going to keep going on with uh, good things that have happened to me, but While it's been a bad month, it's been certainly a good month because of all the, you know, love and support and there are good things happening. And I think if one can aim their mental focus at those things, you'd be surprised at what the human spirit can endure as long as you're in a good mindset and you try and focus on the positives. The second podcast I'd like to do in the future is one that is fan suggested. I'd like to encourage more um, <laughs> fan uh, audience. Let's call you guys the audience. Um, I'd like to do, I'd like to step out of my comfort zone a little bit and I'd like you guys to email me at aggressively average with Alec at gmail.com. And you guys pick the topic for my next podcast. I don't care what it is. Um, I'll wean them down. I'll, 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 I'll use the discretion and do, I mean, I'm not going to do one on something that somebody was just saying just for shits and giggles to get a rise out of me. Uh, But if it's good, I will step out of my comfort zone and I will write something up on that. And I will talk the best I can about it because I'm sure you guys don't want to hear me drone on about um, everyday life, you know, uh, MMA, guns, Xbox, food, trucks motorcycles, all that stuff. I can only, I can only do that so much. So I want to step out of my comfort zone there and do something that I did not pick and I want to do the best I can at it. So text me if you have my number, email the podcast, email, uh, get something to me. I'd like, I'd like at least one suggestion. If that's the only one I'll have, I'll go off of that, but it'd be really special to be able to pick from two, three, five. That would be awesome. Of you guys, if you can think of something up for me, I'd like to make a Facebook page for the podcast here pretty soon. Um, with the interest in people wanting to listen to my content, I think that's probably the best way to get it out instead of trying to text everybody that it's up and annoy people that don't want to listen to it, which is fine. Um, but I don't always know that you guys who's listening unless they've told me. So, unless I, um, I'm told to stop sending links. I will continue to do that until I can get this Facebook thing sorted out. And then I'll just post it up on there and you guys can listen or not listen at your leisure and convenience. Uh, and then to close it out here, I got two quick stories for you guys. One's going to be a little sad, but I promise it has an happy ending. Um, had a little scare with my dog. Uh, last week I came home, she was acting, best way I can describe it as drunk. She had a thousand yard stare. She was loose in her movements, which were minimal. Um, she didn't look like she was all there. She just looked completely disassociated. So I started freaking out a little bit, but not too bad. Uh, I just cleaned the house the day before. So I knew she hadn't had the means to get into anything. There was no evidence of destruction or that she, I mean, the garbage was empty. Um, there was, I didn't leave chocolate, raisins, grapes, nothing, none of that weird dog poison around. Um, so I was confused, but I figured she was just sick. Um And that she would get better. And then she started getting worse. She started drooling out of her open mouth, which is very not like normal dog behavior. She threw up right where she was sitting on the couch. And that worried me the most because anybody with dogs knows they don't shit or piss or throw up where they are. They go and they cower and they do their business. They know what's wrong. When Tulsa shit's in the house, I got to go find the shit because she doesn't make it easy and she doesn't want it. You know, like if you leave a dog in a cage for 12 hours, that's not very nice of you. But they're not going to poop in there because they got to be in there. And that's just kind of how dogs are. So when she threw up on the couch, I'm like, she didn't even have enough strength to get up. This is not good. So I called the emergency vet. Of course, they said, what did she get into? I explained everything. I just explained to y'all. Nothing. No way. I have no idea. So they said, just kind of wait it out, you know, um, bring her in, in the morning. If she gets, you know, if she's still the same, if she's worse, uh, bring her to the emergency vet. I'm like, okay. So I picked her up put her on my bed. And then by the time I woke up in the morning, uh, she was like, Hey man, let's go outside. Like, what are you doing? Like, I gotta go. Like, I gotta go now. She was pacing and running and sliding and getting her toys and all this other stuff i'm like huh well this is cool i guess she's better um so then i just you know she was a little weak like post sick you know like people get um two where you're just kind of like chilling at 70 percent for a couple days but then i got to work and it really started bugging me like what did she get into or what happened and why is she better now I'm thankful that she's better but why is it happening so quickly I talked to one guy at work and he said you got to watch it with people man um, you know does she have access outside I'm like yeah got a fence in yard she plays around back there um, he's like does she bark I'm like yeah why he's like there's some screwed up people in this world to do some screwed up stuff he said I've heard of people throwing rat poison in a in a beef patty, you know, at a dog that, that they find annoying. And I found this highly unlikely, um, just because of the way my neighbors are. And I would think they'd have the decency to say, Hey, your dog's annoying me at 11 PM, please shut it up, which I would. And then that'd be the end of it. But that started freaking me out. And then I was like, I talked to my aunt, um, who has a lot of experience with animals And she didn't think that was the case because she was better uh, the following day. And that's not really how poisons work. You just continue to decline in health until you ultimately, you know, pass. So uh, ruled that out pretty quick. But then it was suggested to me, did she get in anything in my bike? And I was like, "Um, no, I don't think so. And then I started thinking, What do bikes have in them? Motorcycle, I'm talking. Um, And for those who don't know, it's stored in my living room because um, reasons. I don't want it getting cold and screwing up the tires and mice getting in the wiring and all that other happy horse shit that comes with storing a vehicle in Wisconsin over the winter. So I keep it in here. And I was like, what do motorcycles contain that could be harmful to dogs? And then I thought antifreeze, antifreeze could be very harmful to dogs. And, uh, so I started doing some pet MD Google foo and, uh, it turned out that she was exhibiting eight out of 10 symptoms that night with the after symptoms as well. And I'll explain those in a moment, but basically they said everything I just said, um, uh, you know, drunk behavior, they specifically named drunk behavior. And I'm like, Oh, this is great. Drooling, vomit, uh, excessive thirst, uh, frequent or infrequent urination. So basically if they pee at all, um, well, you know how those web MD things are. They basically tell you, you got freaking pituitary cancer or something if your left pinky toe hurts. But, uh, So I started freaking out because it said after the first 30 minutes to 12 hours of exposure, the pet will start to exhibit normal behaviors because all of the onset symptoms that are associated with antifreeze poisoning uh, go away. And then basically their kidneys shut down. They can't produce urine. They keep drinking, but they can't get it out. And that's what ultimately does them in. So I start freaking the hell out thinking my dog's gotten into antifreeze. I get home. Tear my bike apart. Fit you know, look for any signs of any antifreeze pool. Thankfully I found nothing. She continued to approve. It's been a week since this happened. Um bad stuff's supposed to happen between three and five days after exposure, and unfortunately there's nothing you can do about it. So make sure your pets don't get into antifreeze. Um yeah, that sucked. That was that added to my wonderful month, but I'm glad my puppy's okay as I'm sure you've heard her eating, drinking, and letting herself come and go as she pleases through the doggy door, as she do. Um, so that's that. Don't store your bikes in your house or put them somewhere where your pets can't get to them. I know this wasn't the cause of this scare. I mean, not the direct cause. I still never found out what it was. I'm still pissed about that, but at least I have my puppy's health and she's happy and tail wagging and jumping all over me when I come home again so that's what's most important to me though I would absolutely like to know if she got into something or whatever was going on so I can hopefully prevent it in the future but it looks like this time I came up empty-handed so it is what it is there So that's my one story. I got one more for you guys before I close it out. It is a work story. It's pretty funny in my opinion. I'd like to think I can be quick-witted, and this is no excuse in this scenario. So for those that don't know my work, I work in trucking, and I supervise truck drivers. We're a union operation, and um, with a union operation, management, i.e. me, your boy, is not supposed to do any physical work is basically what there's it's nuanced and there's a whole thing but for all intents and purposes we're not supposed to do physical work we're supposed to have the workforce do it for us now this is especially taboo when you go and pick up uh shipments in your personal vehicle which is what i did uh we were shorthanded it was during that holiday those holiday weeks. I had half my staff, under half my staff, and uh, I didn't want the customer to suffer. And the the uh, shipment was light enough that I can get it with my personal pickup. And it was five minutes away from where we work. So I was like, screw this. They need this stuff to go today, right now. I'm not going to tell them we can't make it before they close because that's not their problem. It's ours, and I'm going to make it right. So that's what I did. So I went over there. I wasn't familiar with the pickup but it was the State Department, I think. Yeah, it was some State Department. I don't know if it was Department of Transportation. Some government agency. So I get in. There's three ladies at the front desk. They buzz me in. I get in, and I see what I'm supposed to be picking up. There's a, a large box, probably, oh, not really important, four by four by 12, It's big, it's not that heavy, but it's, like, annoying to move. But I get it into my truck. And then there's a fiberboard case that uh, exhibit and trade show material go in. I'm sure they're busy wasting our tax dollars telling us why their positions are relevant or some fucking bullshit. But, um, so it was one of those cases they used to set up all their trade show freight. If you've ever, it's hard to describe, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. If you've ever dealt with or gone to any trade show and it's not very big but it's it was heavy (coughs) excuse me and uh i look at the one lady as i'm picking it it's got wheels on it but still just to pick the handle up it was it was not light it wasn't immovable but it was surprisingly heavy for the size it was so i pick i pick this thing up and get it on the wheels and i say wow this one's heavy and the one lady goes (coughs) excuse me again She goes, uh, yeah, that one's our, there's a body in there. That's what we call our body case. And I kind of looked at her and I laughed with my butt out the door and the case falling behind me, walking backwards. And I said, well, you guys are the government. So, and then I just let the door shut and I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. I was pretty proud of myself on that one. Probably not the most professional thing to say, but, um, I'm sure she was good-humored and found it hilarious. Um, Yeah. Well, that is all I have for you all tonight. Um, Look forward to the next time I get to talk at you guys. Um, This – I just looked at my phone. Now this is uh, record-breaking. We're at 31 minutes, not including the intro. So – Really pleased that I'm able to find a groove, and uh, I hope I can continue this same pace. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day, night, whenever you listen to this, and I can't wait to see you on the next one. Bye.